one. If you have and you left it at home, don't lift your hand. But if you you have not owned one yet, please, um, yeah, beautiful, beautiful. They ha he has one already. Hey, you have one at home, isn't it? Hey, <laughs> you can't get two. Wow. Toby, you left yours at home. So you can't have another one. The second, if you want the second one, it is 50,000. If you want a second copy. All right. Hallelujah. Amen. So, do you have your Bibles in church? Did anybody bring a Bible? If you have a Bible, lift your Bible, let me see. Lift your Bible up in your hand. If you have a Bible, say after me. Maybe your Bible is on your phone, it's fine. Just lift your phone as well. Say, this is my Bible. Today, I'm ready. Near your friend's place. 
Uh -huh. And she does things there. They are going to fix it there. She could lay your face please. So we are going to have a life. And I, 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 I can get down the road and I believe that it should be a blessing. Amen. Say amen. 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 That is a good Friday. And then uh, Easter Sunday, we are all meeting here. Amen. 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 I want to congratulate our beautiful choir. Wow. This is the first time they sang so Beautiful choir. Beautiful choir. So in case you can sing, wait, look at your face, it looks like you can sing. If you can sing, you, you have to join the choir. You see, Reverend Eugene. Hello? Reverend Eugene, you are far away. Okay, when he comes, the man playing the organ is the very anointed reverend that God has blessed us with. Amen? Amen. See him at the church and attempt to do something for God. Can I have an amen? amen. Attempt to do what? Something for God. Just attempt. Not that you succeed, but attempt. You may never know. You before you realize you're succeeding. But if you don't attempt, you will never know what you can do. Chica, you know what I'm saying? So attempt it. Don't say my voice is not good. Just attempt it. Amen. Amen. And when you attempt it, you see how God will use you. Amen. I see God using you in the name of Jesus. We're also going to have dancing stars. With my daughters and all those there. You are beautiful. It's going to be you. This church here, this church is a modern church. Amen. Can you see the song we are singing? Amen. I love very much. It's a modern, it's not, it's not so that. It's there's life. I said there's life. May God give us life in the church. Mary, say amen. Wonderful. So, I'm what a shock. It shows that we are alive. <laughs> so, I'm very, very happy and blessed that we are here today. And um, we are going to be here next week. Um, Friday and then also Sunday morning, we are going to be here. Sunday, don't let anybody stay in your house. Come with them. Tell them that, look. Even the devil goes to church on Sunday, or Christmas, Easter Sunday. So if you stay in church, you are worse than the devil. So let's go to church. And let's all come here. Say amen. amen. And God is going to bless us and bless us. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Right, I'm going to share with you very briefly from this book, The Greater Love of Jesus Christ. Let's all say, The Greater Love of Jesus Christ. I didn't hear you. I did not hear you at all. Hallelujah. Last week I shared with you the greater love. What is the greater love? Because there are types of love. So when a boy tells you, I love you, Rosalind. When a boy says, I love you, tell me what type of love is it? Is it less love, normal love, or greater love? Do you understand? Yeah. Right? To be happy is that coming on? Okay, beautiful. So we talk about greater love. If a greater love, you know, greater love is a sacrificial love, the kind of love that is sacrificial. And I think that a lot of mothers have that type of love for their children, but it cannot be compared to the love of Christ for us. Can I have an amen? amen. 
today I want you to look at uh, this very important chapter that we will look at briefly and we will close. Chapter 2. Chapter 2. Page 15. Page 15. And we are looking at John chapter 3. John chapter 3. Verse 1, 2, 3, and I read on from there. Please. Find it. If you can put it on the screen, that would be fantastic. Bible says, there was a man of the Pharisees. Now, let's all read from, from it's right in the book, so let's all read. Ready, go. There was a man of Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. Verse 3, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Now wait, wait. Let's all read this particular verse again, verse 3. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Except For the very last time, let's all read this verse again. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born again, he cannot see Now go to verse 7. Verse 7. Very important. And then, let's say, let's see, it's on the screen, also in your book, it says that, marvel not that I say unto thee, you must be born Let's all say it again. Marvel not that I said unto you, you must be born. Now listen, keep that scripture there, verse 7 there. Marvel not. What does this mean when I say marvel not, Sheriff? When I say marvel not, what does it mean? Don't be surprised. Don't be shocked. <laughs> Hallelujah. What a shock. Be surprised, Emmanuel. Now, Jesus is the one speaking. A big man had come to him, a very big man with a long beard, I mean, wearing big clothes. And so he came and said, Oh, Master, we know you are from God. And the man was saying, The Lord, his name was Nicodemus. And he came and said, I know you are from God. He was praising Jesus and Lord. And Jesus said, Hey, keep quiet. I have something to tell you. Except a man be born again. He cannot see the kingdom of God. Except a man be born again. And the man began to, this Nicodemus began to talk with Jesus. Now, go to verse 5 and we will see why Jesus said, what Jesus said in verse 7. Go to verse 5. John chapter 3, verse 5. Jesus said, verse 5, Jesus said and said. Okay, verse 4 before 5. Verse 4, listen to what Nicodemus said though. 
that big man, look at what he said. Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Hmm. Right. Can you see that? A man has come to Jesus. A grown up, let's say, Sheriff has come to me. And I tell Sheriff that a state of man be born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. And Sheriff was shocked. And listen to his question to me. He said that he said to and then Nashabu asked me, How? How can a man be born when he is old? Because look at his age. And I said he should be born again. So the man asked, he said that, how can a man be born when he's already old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb? And be born? You know, that's a question. This is a genuine question. It's a very genuine, legitimate question. Because the man is for Jesus said that be born again. How can I be born again? I am already old. I've been born once. So does it mean I have to go back to my mother's womb and be born again? And Jesus answered him. Look at verse 5. Jesus answered, Very, very I say unto you, I said, Man, be born of the water of the Spirit. He cannot enter the kingdom of God. Verse 6. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the spirit is spirit. And then verse 7. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. Look, Jesus is saying that don't be surprised. Are you feeling sleepy? You didn't sleep early, is it? See now. What are you doing in the night, Jesus? You're watching, you're watching video. <laughs> now listen, Jesus said, do not be surprised. Right. Don't be surprised. That Jesus is telling you to be born again. It doesn't mean you enter into your mother's womb and be born again. No. But Jesus said, was explaining to you. So this morning, in the short term we have, Amos, I'm going to show you what it means. Because the, the term born, how many of us have heard the term be born again before? Can I see your hand? You have heard it before. All right. Now, many people, especially in Africa, Nigeria, Ghana, Kenya, all these religious countries. We offer you the term, born again, born again. What does it mean? When they say a person is born again, do you know what it means? Can you explain it? Brad, can you explain it? It's not easy, isn't it? So I should explain it to everybody, isn't it? That's my attempt, my work I'm going to do to you for you, so you should explain Chica. I'm going to explain what it means to be born again. And what it, what it does not mean when you say you are born again. Say amen. amen. So quickly, for just about 15 minutes, I'm going to explain to us what it means, what it does not mean. Because if you don't understand this well, you don't have a good foundation. Every building must have a good foundation. Otherwise, the building will collapse. But if you have a good foundation, you can build a skyscraper. You can go higher, taller and taller because the foundation is good. May God give you a good foundation. Yeah. You didn't say amen. Yeah. So Toby, Jesus said, don't be surprised. Hold your neighbor's shoulder and shake him and say, don't be surprised. Don't be surprised. I mean, shake him until he falls down. Shake, 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 shake him. Are you afraid? Say, don't be surprised. Don't be surprised. Don't be surprised. Precious, don't be surprised. Hallelujah. Don't be surprised that I said unto you, you must be born again. Amen. 
Don't be surprised. So now, what does, what does it, what, when they say you're born again, what is it that is different from you? But number one, admiring miracles is not the same as being born again. How many of you have seen miracles before? How many of you have seen um, God using people and miracles? Have you seen, can I see your hand? You have seen them before. How many of you have seen, you are surprised, wow, God is powerful. Now, the further you admire miracles, that doesn't mean you are born again. What a shock. That's why I said, don't be surprised. <laughs> can I have it, amen? I'm moving on very, very quickly. Number two, befriending a man of God. It's not the same as being born again. Yes. So do you see that? If a man of God becoming your friend, Felicia, doesn't mean you're born again. You can know Bishop Daniel Mills. You can know Bishop Oedipo. You can know Pastor Adebo. You can know the Pope. The fact that you have the Pope's mobile number doesn't mean you're born again. What? That's what Jesus said. Don't be surprised. Don't be surprised. Because some people say, oh, I know, I know Bishop Saki, I have his number. It's good to have my number. But having your pastor's number doesn't mean you're born again. You can have your pastor's number and die and go to hell. What a shock. I said what? So I said, what a shock. You can know, you can know uh, 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 Virgin Mary. You can have a mobile number. <laughs> What a shock. You can have Virgin Mary's mobile number. 090-755-221-72. Direct line to uh, Virgin Mary. And then you can still, you can sit there and go to hell. So, having been a pastor's friend, that is one of the things that we have in Africa. We are very religious. Oh, the pastor, every Nigerian has a pastor's number, has a pastor friend. I mean, many of us, oh, uh, 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 I'm not Muslim. I have a pastor. We, we, we saw a certain man recently, and he said, the reason why I go to this church is because I like their prayers. But the fact that you like the pastor's prayer doesn't mean you're born again. What a shock. All right, let's carry on quickly. Let's carry on. Are you enjoying the word of God? Peter, do you understand what I'm saying? I need you to understand this because in this church, we are laying a good foundation for your life. Amen. I see God taking you higher and higher and higher. Amen. Shout amen again. Amen. Giving money to the church does not mean you are born again. <laughs> you know, one day a certain man came to us and he said he has done a lot of bad things. So he wants to give an offering so that God will forgive him. <laughs> what a shock. Yeah, I don't know. What are the bases I guess that I can't say if I say it here right now, it will bring confusion. Okay. There are a lot of bad things. So he wants to give a special offering to the church so that God will forgive him. Offering will not make your sins wash, wash your sins away. The further you give offering to the church does not mean you are born again. Somebody say amen. amen. Joseph, do you understand what I'm saying? How do you get the book? Ah, your friend's book. Ah, yeah, Sherry. Yours is in the house. Do you want to buy one? 50,000. <laughs> Look, I'm serious. So, the fact that you give offering, and I want everybody to try and give offering in church, but the fact you give offering doesn't mean you are born again. I don't know why you are quiet. <laughs> 
Don't say it. Are, are you listening to what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, let's carry on. Let's carry on quickly. Hey, I'm, I'm enjoying this morning. Joining a church is not the same as being born again. Joining a church. My name is in the church. My name is in Loyalty House International Ibadan. Bless God. We're happy you have the name. But Jesus said, you must be born again. Is anybody touching? Of course, I'm going for it. Is that the now, Jesus is saying that don't be surprised. Some people have their names on there in, in, in the churches. They say, well, you're baptized and you're confirmed. You're baptized and you're confused. Hmm. Hmm. Are you still in church? I said, are you still in church? Yeah. Having your name in the church's register is not the same as being born again. What in which church do you go to? I go to Redeem. Which church do you go to? I go to Winners. Which I go to Loyalty. Which church do you go to? I go to Better. I go to Anglican. The fact that you go to a church and the church doesn't mean you are born again. So you must first be born again before you join the church properly. Wow. Say amen. amen. Say a lot of amen. amen. Are you there? Yes. Can I go on? Yes. Because of time, I have five more minutes. We have five times 20. Why now? Hmm. Hello? Playing a role in the church is not the same as being born again. Playing a role in the church. One day I was in Jamaica. In our church. Our church had just started in Jamaica. I was there. And um, it was time for offering. So one usher, Randy, can you come? One usher came for uh, the basket. And then she, he was about to take the offering. Just about to take the offering. And the lady gave the person and said, Pastor, don't allow you to take the offering. Do you know why? Uh, this man was about to tell for us wearing a beautiful tie, like Pastor Nee standing here. What? Looking wearing a beautiful suit. And then the lady said, like, Lord, where you are sitting? Lola, huh? Where the lady is sitting? She came and told Pastor, no, 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 Pastor. Don't allow him to take the offering. Do you know why? Should I tell you? Do you really want to know why? Are you sure you want to know? Do you really want to know why the lady told the pastor, don't allow him to take off him? He said, she said, just before the service, this man was smoking weed downstairs. She was smoking weed. Get downstairs. The church was meeting upstairs like this one. Just before the service, and the guy was the head of the ushers. <laughs> role in the church does not mean you are born again. What a shock. I said, what a shock. He said, the guy was looking weak downstairs. So the lady said, no, 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 no. No, 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 this one cannot take the offering. So the pastor asked me, Bishop, what should I do? Because the guy was holding the basket already. I said, let him take the offering. So he went and collected the offering and, and brought the basket forward. Okay. It's not you. You never smoke weed in Jesus' name. Yeah. Say amen. <laughs> but you see, but that day, although he was, although the gentleman was a weed smoker, that day 
he gave his life to Christ. You know, smoking cigarettes and all these things will not save you to hell. The Bible didn't say that you're supposed to get you go to hell. <laughs> you never smell. You, you never go to hell by smoking. But you only smell that you're just coming from hell. <laughs> so try very hard not to smell like you're coming from hell. Somebody say amen. amen. But all I'm saying to you is that the fact that the usher was taking offering does not mean he was born again. You can play a role in the church and still not be born again. But that day, he gave his life and dedicated his life to Christ. Today, that guy I'm talking about was smoking weed. He has come to Bible school. He's now a man of God, pastor, preaching the word of God. I see God transforming your life. Shout amen, somebody. Shout your loudest amen. I see God touching your life. I see God transforming your life. I see God changing your life. Shout amen one more time. God will do it for you. Amen. I said, God will do it for you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I said, Hallelujah. Amen. Praying every day is not the same as being born again. You can pray every day. It doesn't mean you are born again. Yeah. You can pray every day. Hail Mary, Mother of full of grace. Pray for us. Mother of Jesus, pray for us. You can say the rosary. You can pray. You can pray seven times a day. You can pray five times. The father you pray every day is not the same as being born again. Yes. Yes. You can pray every day, morning, night, evening, afternoon, uh, whatever. Maybe you can do everything. Nigeria, we like prayer. And God also answers prayer. Say amen. But before your prayer can be effective, you must be born again. Marvel not that I said unto you, you must be born again. Clap your hands for the Lord, somebody. Amen. Now, let me just jump quickly because we need to finish. All right? Reading your Bible every day doesn't mean you're born again. Amen. If we read the Bible, I did, I read, I did. University, I did religious studies for one year. I we taught the many things about the Bible, but that's when you are born again. All right, taking Holy Communion does not mean you are born again. How many of you have taken communion before? Can I see your hand? How much? I've taken communion before. We will start communion the coming Sunday. Easter Sunday, we're going to have Holy Communion. Communion service. Communion is the bread of heaven and the special blood that was shed for us. We're going to have a communion service. Easter Saturday must come. Communion will bring miracles and healing into your life. Shout amen. amen. Communion will bring a transformation into your life. So coming Sunday, Easter Sunday, we have a special communion service right here. Amen. amen. I said amen. amen. All right. Okay, quickly. You know, being a moralist, you know a moralist? Those very moral. Moral, a good person. Many people tell me, Bishop, me, I'll go to heaven. Why? I don't chase girls. I don't cheat anybody. I don't do anything bad. I don't think bad about anybody. So, it's okay. But being a moralist does not mean you're born again. Because this person may smoke weed. This person may be a moralist, but they're the same. The further you are moralist, you are a good person, you are a nice person, you have your nice hair, you make your hair red like Tiffany's hair. Doesn't mean you are born again. What? <laughs> Say amen. amen. 
I said, they say amen. amen. Some people are moral, naturally moral. Good. You look at Peter. You look at a moralist. Cool. Nice boy. You don't cause any problem. Do you see? Sometimes. <laughs> are you a bad person? No. Look at him. You look very innocent. He just smiles. Sometimes he just smiles. And speaks his in English. And that's all. Good, nice boy. But the fact that you are moral, you are good, you look good, that means you are born again. Amos! Do you understand what I'm saying? There's something that must happen to you that I'll explain to you before we close. Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Being principled doesn't mean you are born again. You may be, that is number 15. Being principled, I'm a principled person. It doesn't mean you're born again. Again, being popular. Be one. That is number 17. Being popular. Look, when I was in school, secondary school, I had a guy who was very, very popular. Popular. He had a lot, he has a nickname. And when they mention his nickname, then the whole school will stand. They were clapping for him. But the fact that you're popular doesn't mean you're born again. They are plantain in this country. They are plantain. Now, this boy, his nickname was Plantain. Now, one day his father came to look for him in the school. Hey, how do you say Plantain in this country? Huh? Dodo. 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 Very good. That was the boy's nickname. So, when the father came, the father said, I'm looking for Eric. And he said, who is Eric? Nobody knew Eric. He don't know Eric. Fair boy, short in the sixth form, secondary school. Nobody knew Eric. They said, ah, could it be Dodo? Oh, no. Could it be Dodo? Oh, no. Yes, 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 yes. His real name is Eric. So they went to call him. And then when Dodo, when he appeared, I said, yeah, that's my son. The whole school went, Dodo, 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 Dodo. And the father said, hey, me, I gave you Nick, I gave you my real name. You are going to collect Dodo as your name. The father slapped the boy. And then when the father slapped the boy, the students went, Dodo, Dodo, Dodo. They're clapping for him more. The father was and the father took a stone. Now you are going to stone the students. The students were very happy. Dodo, father, father, Dodo, father, Dodo. They began to call their father. What a shock. <laughs> are, are you still here? Yeah. Are you still here? Yeah. So the fact that you are popular does not mean you are born again. Somebody say amen. amen. Are, you being, are you being blessed this morning? So now the question we have to ask ourselves as I bring this message to a close. What does it mean then? What does it mean to be born again? If being principal, being moral, if going to church, writing your name in the church, being all these things doesn't mean you're born again. What does it mean to be born again? Look at this quickly and then we close. If you just came and you don't have the book, please, if you have a copy of this book, sir, okay, please give me one, one of the books. I think two of them, yeah. All right, nobody should take two. If you take two, uh, a dog will chase you to your house. 
Chapter 3. Look at chapter 3. Chapter 3. Steps to being born again. Remember, Jesus said that except a man be born again, not when they, not except a man be a politician, not except a man go to UI, not because I said, I've been to school for a long time. I went to primary school, I went to secondary school, I went to university, I went to law school, I qualified as a lawyer more than 30 years ago. And by the fact that I have a law degree doesn't mean I'm born again. That's what Jesus was saying. Don't be surprised that you have education, you have a computer. When I came to your office, you have a computer. The fact you have a computer doesn't mean you're born again. <laughs> the fact you have a car, you see, a lot of things is different from being born again. So what does it mean to be born again? Another question we are answering this morning and then we close. Say amen. amen. Romans chapter 3 verse 23. Romans chapter 3 verse number 23. The first step, right, the first step to being born again is to acknowledge that you are a sinner. Amen. Amen. Everybody read Romans 23 on the, on the screen. Shall we go? Ready? Go. For all have sinned. Including you, Chica. You are a sinner. What? Are you surprised? Yes. The father you are fair. That doesn't mean you are born again. You are preaching good. Amen. Right. You know you are a sinner. I'm also a sinner. I'm saying all, all includes all. They can hear from saying so. You are a sinner, I'm a sinner. He's a sinner. We're all sinners. Amen. Bible says for all. Someone say all. All. Look at a nice sinner by you. Tell me, including you, 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 including you. What a shock. shock. Including you. Tell me, including you. Bible says all have sinned. Check it. All have sinned. The fact that you didn't smoke weed doesn't mean you are not sinned. Don't condemn somebody who has gone to smoke weed. You too, you are a sinner. Lola, you too, you are a sinner. <laughs> Even if it's your birthday, you are still a sinner. <laughs> For all, somebody say all. all. Toby, all. all. Including you, a, dra- a drama. You are a sinner. Including this man, this handsome. Young pastor, playing the organ for us beautifully. All have sinned. Everybody has sinned. Even if you're born with a Bible in your hands, you're a sinner. <laughs> when you're born at the maternity ward, when you arrive, you're holding a Bible. Bible says, all have sinned. What? What a shock. Can, you, can this handsome man sitting here be a sinner? Look at this handsome Brother, I like your nice beard and your bald head. Can it be that he is a sinner? All, including E.A.T. Sati. I'm shocked. Oh, that's the first thing. You must acknowledge that you are what? A sinner. Do you understand what I'm saying? All of us, you must, if you don't admit it, you're not real. Everybody here has stolen from your mother's suit before. Chicken from your mother's soup. Is anybody who has stolen from your mother's soup? Can I see your hand? 
Are you stolen for a mother's? Because look at all of us are thieves. Oh, I'm so surprised that you're all thieves. And you're singing in the choir. You, you are singing in the choir. You are stolen chicken for a mother's soup. Oh, somebody say, oh. How many of you have told lies before? You have told a lie before. Can I see if you don't lift your hand? If you are the devil, can I see your hand? You have lied before. So you're all liars. What are lies doing in church this morning? Somebody say, oh. All of us have sinned. That's the truth. We are st- so in this church this morning, I have thieves because they are studying for a mother's suit. I have liars. Liars. What a shock. shock. Sheriff, you're also included. Yes, of course. <laughs> no, think about yourself. Think about yourself. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, Mary. Including you. Have you lied before, Mary? Have you told a lie before? What about you, man? Have you told a lie before? Oh, somebody say, oh. Yeah. Have you committed fornication before? This are close to our eyes. Yeah. So we have not done it physically, but you have talked about it before. Somebody say, oh. All of us are sinners. And if that is the first step, somebody say the first step. That is the first step for your salvation. If you don't admit that you have sinned, then you are not going anywhere. You must admit, number one, that I am a sinner. Amen. amen. I said amen. amen. Step number two. My time is up now. I don't feel like ending, but I have to end. Now the second step is to understand that sin has a penalty. Amen. amen. If you sin, you will die in your sins. That is Romans chapter 6, verse 23. Romans chapter 6, verse number 23. You deserve to die because the wages, let's all read. Ready? Can you all read? Everybody, join me. Let's read. Ready? Go. For the wages, wait there. For the wages, wages means salary. So the when you told a lie, your salary is dead. When you stole for your mother's soup, your salary is dead. The wages of sin is what? Is death. So all of us deserve to die. I'm not so sure. You see the Bible, what the Bible is saying? I didn't write it, but the Bible is God, is the word of God. All of us deserve to die. So we have sinned, and the punishment for sin is death. Number three. Steps number step number three. That is John chapter 3, verse 16. That is the first step to salvation. Or to born again. Is to know that God has offered us eternal life. Can we all read um, John chapter 3, verse 16? Everybody knows it. John 3, 16. John 3. These are fundamental things. Uh, uh, Chief, Captain, John 3, 16. And I'm sure all of us know it anyway. Let's all read together. Ready to go? Hallelujah. 
For God so loved the world. For God so loved bright. Your name begins. Favor. For God so loved favor. What's your name, my dear sister? Yanolua. I'll try. My weaknesses, I forget nice names. <laughs> Don't forget your name. Because your name is too nice. That's why I forgot. <laughs> favor, I can't forget. Rosalind, these names are easy. This vehicle of God. But the fact that you have a nice name doesn't mean <laughs> you're born again. <laughs> but you know, so the Bible is making us know that it says that for God so loved the world, including you, Peter, including you, Amos, for God so loved the world. For God so loved, say, what's your name? Hola. For God so loved Hola. For God so loved, for God so loved, I didn't care. Am I right? Okay, I'm go- I'll get it. I've got nice names. But I'm saying to you, Tolani, for God so loved you that he gave us his only begotten son. Put your hand in the chest and say, God loves me. Are you there? The song we sing. Your mother may love you. Your boyfriend may love you. But none can die for you. Only Jesus died for your sins. Somebody say amen. amen. For God so loved the world, in spite of your sins, in spite of what you have done wrong, in spite of all your mistakes, for God so loved you, Toby, for God so loved you that he gave you his only begotten son. That anybody who shall believe in him will not perish, but have eternal life. Today, may you receive eternal life. I said, may you receive eternal life. Are you receiving the word of God today? I feel blessed, I tell you. I feel so blessed. You will not perish. Say, I will not perish. Say, I will not perish. You will not perish in the name of Jesus. You will not die and go to hell. You will experience salvation. Because God loves you. 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 For God so loved the world that he gave us his only begotten son. That if you can believe in him, you will not perish. But you have eternal life, everlasting life. So the first thing is to believe in the Son of God. Next point. Next point. First John chapter 5, verse 1. First John chapter 5, verse 1. on the screen. Let's read. If you, if you can read on the screen. Beautiful. Ready? Go. Whosoever believeth Alright. Whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. Amen. I said amen. amen. So now Bible is making us to see that if you want to be born again, you must believe that Jesus is the Christ. Hallelujah. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus is Christ. Amen. amen. For God, you see, Bible says God has made eternal life. Eternal life is in Christ. For example, if I want to give you thousand uh, Naira. Is a lot of money? 
It depends. Okay, this is thousand naira, and I put a thousand naira in this book. All right. And then I decide to give it to you, Peter. I'm giving you thousand naira, and a thousand naira is in this book. So if you have this book, you have thousand naira. Am I right? Yeah. How would you get a thousand naira? Is by getting the book. So now, if I give you this book and you take it, you have taken thousand naira. I give my book. Give me my book. Give me. <laughs> what a shock! So you see, the point is that God has given us eternal life. They, okay, let's say this is eternal life. Eternal life is in His Son. So if you have the sun, you have eternal life. Clap your hands for the Lord. That is what it is. So to have eternal life, you must first of all have Jesus Christ. Amen. Yeah. I said amen. Very sure God will build a beautiful cathedral and the children will have their beautiful church. Yeah. If you believe it, shout amen. Yeah. It will happen, you will see with your eyes. A beautiful cathedral can seat at least 3,000 people. And then we have uh, children, beautiful children's church. Yeah. It will happen a lie. Hola, are you there? So what am I saying? That God has given us what? Eternal life. Eternal life is what? It's where? It's in his son. So this is eternal life. Eternal life is in his son. So if ever wants eternal life, he must receive his son. If you want thousand naira, you must receive the book. If you want eternal life, you must receive Jesus Christ. That's what makes the difference. So without Jesus Christ, you can never have eternal life. That is what it means to be born again. Why don't you clap your hands for God? Amen. That's what it means to be born again. So as we end this survey this morning, I want you to see one, uh, two last scriptures and we close. John 1.12. John 1 12. Sister, be born again. Receive you personal, Jesus personal into your heart. John 1 12. Please, everybody look on the screen and let's read. Ready, go. But as many as receive him, to them gave him power to become the sons of God. Even to them. Hallelujah. As receive him. So it is possible that one, two, three, four, five can receive, but six, seven, eight may not receive. But if you receive, you have eternal life. As many as you receive him. Look, I have three boys, three sons, and a little girl. Now they are grown up. My first son is a medical doctor, the second boy is a lawyer, and the third one just finishes masters. My little daughter, I guess a few um, um, getting to 11 years. But now, you see, one day when my boys were much younger, the little girl was not born then. I sat them in my car. In the night, I took them around the city of Accra. We went to the richest places, beautiful buildings. I mean, the building, one of the buildings there cost as much as $1.5 million. Yes. Expensive area, the most expensive area in Ghana. I took them there, we drove. It was about 11 p.m. We drove in the whole area. And then they kept on saying, at that time we were young, they kept on saying, Daddy, why don't we have a house in this area? 
I said, shut up and sit in the car. Do you know what it means to have a house in this area? I drove them. They were so happy when they saw the glamorous buildings. After that, I took them to the poorest area in Accra, where people slept on the streets. Where people slept next to gutters because they don't have anywhere to stay. Every city has rich area and poor area, am I right? Just like Ibadan. There are places like that. I mean, the poorest areas of Accra. Gutters were open. It was full of filth. People were, it was at this time to about midnight. Who were sleeping by the gutters and all that. My children were quiet. When I got there, I lowered the windows of the car and they could smell the stench of the area. All the gutters filled up mosquitoes and all sorts of flies in the night. And people were sleeping there. First asleep. My children were, nobody said one way. As they looked at that type of life and style, where people live. When we drove out of the area, my, one of my sons said, Daddy, we like where we live. <laughs> we like where we live. Then we drove close to the house. When I got there, it was now getting to 1 a.m. I stopped my car and I said, boys, I want to talk to you. They said, about what? I said, you have been a son of, you have been children of Bishop E.H. Saki. I've been your father, I've been a good father to you. People give you pets, people treat you because you are my children, you are my sons. People give you gifts and all that. You are good boys and growing up. But I told them that early morning, 1 a.m., I told them, I'm glad to be your father. I'm glad to bring you up. But I need you to come to the point of knowing that at this age, at this time of your life, you have to take a decision for yourself. I cannot take a decision for your life. Because I told the father you are Bishop Saki's children. That doesn't mean when you die, you go to heaven. You must know Jesus for yourself personally. I said, Daddy, I said, yes, you have been to children's service, you have been to Sunday school, but you've grown up, but I want you to personally take a decision and pray and make Jesus your personal savior. Because unless you take that in personally, you may die and go to hell, you'll be surprised. Wow. That early morning, I prayed for my little children. I didn't lay my hands on them. I let them in person say after me, if you really want to give your life to Christ. And they closed their eyes. They said, Daddy, you've done. I said, that doesn't matter. But today, I want you to go on record that I led my children to give their heart to Christ. Because the Bible says that as many as receive him, you must know him personally for yourself. I pray for them. And I say, say after me, dear Lord Jesus. And they say, dear Lord, I give my heart to, I give my heart to you. I send them my life. I led him in prayer. And after we drove home, and I knew that I've done my job. Today, as we close the service, some of you I know, some of you I know, some of you I'm seeing for the first time. Some of you have been coming from time to time. Today, on the 28th day right. of March 2021, let me go on record that I may give you the opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. Let it go on record. Let it be recorded that everyone who is hearing me today, you have the opportunity of personally receiving Jesus into your heart. Stand to your feet, everybody. Thank you, Jesus. Today, I'm praying for you now. And I'm asking that Jesus will come into your hearts.
and be the Lord of your life. Today, I don't know you, you don't know me yet. Some of you I know, some of you I don't know. But I don't want, I want anybody here. What's the, what's, what's the reason for this feedback? Anybody here, if you are in this service, it was God record that I give you opportunity to give your heart to Christ. If you really want to say, Pastor, today, I want to take God seriously. This Sunday morning, plan Sunday morning, I want Jesus to come into my heart. I want to be born again. Lift up your right hand and I shall pray with you. Lift up your right hand. An opportunity you have, an opportunity, it is going on record today, it is going on record that you had the opportunity to give your heart to Christ. Lift your right hand with me and let's all say this prayer together. Say with me, Heavenly Father, the Sunday morning, say Lord, this Sunday morning, I give my heart to you. I receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Forgive me of all my sins. Please write my name in the book of life. I will save you. I will follow you. I will trust in you the rest of my life. From today, I am yours and you are mine. From today, I am born again. I acknowledge that Jesus died for me. Today, I receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Thank you for dying for me. Thank you for, be, for being my Savior. Today, all my life belongs to you. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father, thank you for everyone that prayed this prayer. Let it go on record today, 28th of March, 2021, that I led them in prayer and they open their house to you. Please write their names in the book of life. May they serve you. May they follow you. May they walk with you the rest of their lives. Thank you, Father, for hearing our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Clap your hands for the Lord. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, I am born again from today. Tell him, I am born again. Say it like a minute, I am born again. Hallelujah. Wow, what a blessing. Something new has begun in your life. You are beginning a new journey with Christ. Like I said, Sunday, you're going to have a special communion service. And I believe that it's going to become a journey with the Lord like never before. Amen. Father, I thank you so much for today. And thank you for your word. Thank you for your people. Be glorified in all our lives. We honor you and we thank you in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Wow. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, I am born again. I am born again. Tell him. Oh, look at you. Look at, look at him. Look at your neighbor. Tell him, I am born again. From today, I'm a new person. Amen. There's a song we sing. Great change since I met Christ. 
Great chain, great chain since I met Christ. May great chain since I met Christ. May there be a great chain in your life. Amen. Amen. Clap your hands one more time for the Lord. I'm excited and we are closing the service now. And um, the service is going to have a little chat, but uh, yeah, we have to take our offering as well. We have to take two offerings because we are buying land, we are saving money, so you must always give a good offering. Amen. And I believe God will bless you. You also give tithe. If you work 10% of your salary or anything that comes belongs to God. So lift up your offerings to the Lord, everybody. Lift up an offering you have to the Lord. Lift your hands up with your offering.